Welcome to SickCast, brought to you by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path. Good Fateh, welcome to the SickCast. In this episode, we're going to be continuing our series called The Persian Voice in the Guru Granth Sahib. Our researcher, Ashamarik Kaur, will be taking a close look at a Shabad by Bhagat Kabir to discuss its Persian influences. But before that, here is the Shabad recited by Parminder Kaur Chanana. Satnam Vaheguru Sahib Ji Tilang Pani Bhagtaki Kabir Ji Ekamkar Satgur Prasad Bed Kateb Iftara Bhai Tilka Fikr Najai Tuk Dham Karari Jokaro Hazar Hazur Khudai Bed Kateb Iftara Bhai Dilka Fikr Najai Tuk Dham Karari Jokaro Hazar Hazur Khudai Pande Khoz Dil Har Roz Na Fir Parasani Mahe ए जो दुनिया सेहर मेला दस्तगीरी ना है राव दरोग पढ़ पढ़ खुशी होए बेखबर बाद बका है हक सच खालक खलक में आने स्याम मुरत ना है असमान में आने लहंग दरिया गुसल Kardan Bood Kar Fakar Daim Lai Chasme Jeh Taham Ozood Allah Paakam Paak Hai Sak Karo Jetu Sar Hoi Kabir Karm Kareem Ka O Kare Jane Soi Allah Paakam Paak Hai सक करो जे तू सर होए कबीर कर्म करीम का ओह करे जाने सोए वाहे गुरु जी का खालसा वाहे गुरु जी की फतेह ओ सिब्लिंग्स Bhagat Kabir, a staunch critic of the religious figures that wielded textual authority in his era, begins the Shabbat by labeling Ved, the Vedas, and Kateb, the books, referencing the texts of the Abrahamic faiths, Iftara. Iftara in Persian is an aspersion, slander, or an attack on one's integrity. Bhagat Kabir doesn't mince his words. He says they will not rid the dil of fikr, meaning thought in Persian, but carrying the specific connotation of worry or anxiety in Urdu. Bhagat Kabir urges one to turn away from the scriptures and instead sit and take one dam or breath, sitting fixed in place, or karari. In this state, one is hajir or hazar, in residence or presence that is fixed in nature, 
in a state that is the opposite of being on a journey, and can in this moment see the ever-presence of the Creator, or Hoda. The Creator is never lost or meandering, is always ever-present, and when one meaningfully accesses this presence, they can experience a state of being Hajuri or Hazuri in presence of the superior. One may read these lines and assume Bhagat Kabir is recommending meditation as a superior means of religious reflection over textual engagement. The verses that follow reveal a statement that is not prescriptive, but rather descriptive. The contributions by the Bhagats were brought into the Adi Granth for the reflections of the Ikonkar, or oneness paradigm. Here we see an unfolding, an opening, and a reconfiguration that leads us away from prevailing authority and toward a glimpse of oneness. The next call to action is for us, those of us that are bandejoj or bandejos or humble servants, to be in dilharoj or dilharoz in our hearts each day. Rather than ambling about in Pedashani, confusion that is born of anxiety. The chaos all around us is tempting to fixate on, but ultimately this dunya, this world, is full of falsehood and illusion, like a sehirmela, or magic show. No other human can soothe this reality, for we are all beholden to it to the same degree. There is no one who can act as an aid, a comfort, a dustigiri, a handholder. Moving back to those who wield scriptural authority, their status is built on falsehood as well. They read darog, lies, which makes them happy, yet they're bechabar, ignorant, and bob, literally swelling or figuratively prideful to an untold or bakahi degree. In the next line, the Ikonkar paradigm, which reconfigures how we engage with the divine, comes into full force. Bhagat Kabir says, the Hak, or eternal, by nature being the divine truth, such, also divine truth, Khalak, or creator, lies Miane, or within, Khalak, or creation, and not in the idol of the blue-skinned a reference to Krishna, the incarnate of Vishnu that is depicted as being blue. Bhagat Kabir invokes the Sikh paradigm in which there's no separation between creator and creation. The need for any intermediary, whether it be a textual expert, a Brahmin to read the Vedas, or a Ghazi to interpret the Quran, or an object for ritualistic worship, such as an idol of Krishna, is abolished with this statement. The creator lies within us. Every person, every idol, will one day perish or decompose. But the structure of ikonkar is eternal. Therefore, we can find eternal connection to the divine within our own hearts and minds. We can unfold the vastness within us to reflect all of the infinite qualities of the creator. Likewise, we can fold the principles that we seek through our external rituals inward, such as that of ghusl or the purification requirement before prayer in Islam. We can bathe ourselves spiritually through engagement with beauty, 
described here as Lahengdarya, or the melody of the sea. If we daim, or constantly attune our thoughts towards the direction of la, or inside, we can see with our eyes, our cheshme, all of existence, or majud. Bhagat Kabir reminds us that Ekonkar, the creator, known as Allah to those with an Islamic background, is the pak and pak, purest of the pure. Only shak, or doubt, can create dosar, which literally means two-headed, or duality. We are left with a reminder that the true nature of the creator is too vast for our total comprehension, and that only the creator can know why and how the creator acts. We must work relentlessly to attune ourselves, and surely the answers will not be handed to us simply by the scholars of the Vedas or other religious scriptures. You are listening to Sikh Cast by Sikh Research Institute, illuminating every path.